And we're just grateful for everyone that has tuned in on tonight's Bible study. Tonight is going to be a recap night because we had a difficult time <laughs> this past month. It was This was a very, 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 no pun intended, like how the Bible says, the difference between messages that are milk and messages that were meat. This was a meat message, you know, and it was just really, we're just so grateful for just the spiritual insight from Pastor Tamara and even just and all of the natural insight from Ethan Jermaine. We just had an excellent time and we're just grateful and looking forward to how we can implement these steps. You know, and like how I know we're gonna talk about or like recapping tonight about, you know, not feeling not getting overwhelmed and not getting discouraged, but just implementing one small step at a time. So we're going to start the recap in a few minutes. But, of course, as always, we will definitely open up with a word of prayer. So, Lord, on this evening, we are just grateful for the time that we have had. We're grateful for every opportunity we get to gather in your presence, God. I just ask you right now in the name of Jesus, I continue to just, you know, bless our efforts into living and a life that pleases you, your word says, you know, to offer up our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. And we always thought that was just with our inward mental and spiritual righteousness, but that there's even an aspect of righteousness where it comes to eating, oh God. And for that, God, we're just thankful for the invitation to do better because, Lord, we truly want to live to our full potential. We want to maximize our potential god we want to have strong bodies we want to have we want to be equipped like we said we want to be healthy for the harvest oh god because there's so many beautiful things that you plan to do in our lives and even though you plan to do beautiful things in our lives the enemy also has a plan to make this world darker and darker with all types of sicknesses and all types of diseases oh god and, Lord, the vaccines can only do but so much, but our bodies need to be at a certain level so that we can fight off these attacks, the, the things that are being planned against us to wipe out the world one by one. So, God, we just ask you right now for strategies, for clarity, for insight on how to conquer these things, oh, God, in the name of Jesus, and so that us as your people, as your believers, who is supposed to walk in your power. We are able to walk in authority because we are fully equipped, oh God, that we are able to administer healing to the sick, not just through prayer, not just through faith, but even through natural habits and patterns that they can follow, oh God. So between a mixture of our faith and our diligence to do better, God, we just thank you right now in the name of Jesus. And, God, I just thank you, even in advance, you know, as we prepare in the next few weeks to go in the season of prayer and fasting, I pray that the fasting will also be the perfect time to begin to incorporate these principles, oh, God, especially as supposed to consecrate, you know, even on all the hours. And even though we're not doing 24-hour fast, that even as part of the consecration, that this will be the perfect opportunity to begin to start implementing some new levels of discipline that will outweigh or outlast the fast, oh God, because we're praying, oh God, these won't just be diets, these won't just be 
once a time of that these will be permanent lifestyle changes slowly but surely so that we can be healthy, our children can be healthy, our grandchildren can be healthy, those that are around us, our friends and family can be healthy, oh God. So, Lord, help us not to punish ourselves because you chastise those that you love, but it's not a punishment, oh God. It's just the ability to do better, to grow slowly but surely, oh God. So, Lord, we, we ask you for you even now to just remove any feelings of being overwhelmed, any feelings of anxiety or any feelings of like we're losing something, oh God, but just allow us to realize that we're gaining much more so that we can fully walk in your power, fully walk in your glory, be able to when we have to pull all-nighters for some due diligence for work, for business, for ministry, for family, that we're not burnt out because our bodies are operating at a much stronger potential. So, God, we just thank you. We add thank you for any questions that people may have tonight. We just thank you for this very powerful series, oh, God. You know, and we're just so grateful for you just continuing to minister us to lead us all on this certain path that you will take us even when it comes to our health. So for this, God, we give you praise, we give you glory, and we give you honor. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 I really appreciate that, uh, Minister. Uh, that was a, a great opening uh, to this class, to the final class of our uh, take, Taking Care of Your Temple uh, Bible study session. Um one thing I want to reiterate, one of the biggest things I want to reiterate, and you said it in your prayer, is that this is a lifestyle change. This is not something that <clears throat> you can do this week and then stop and expect the results to be ongoing. This is something that you have to continuously do multiple times, uh, not just multiple times, but day in, day out, uh, as they say, religiously. The same way we read our Bibles religiously, the same way we study uh, 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 in, in Bible study or Sunday schools and things like that, the same way we do those things, the same way we research it. You have to research your health. You have to research those things that you need to better increase your lifestyle, to better, well, to better increase your health, to Better have to have a better mindset of what it is to eat healthier, what it is to having a healthier body. Um, and with coming having a healthier body, your mind gets to be better. Your 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 wits get sharper. Honestly, uh, there are certain things that um, when you eat those things, they slow your body down. What do you think happens to your mind when you eat those same things? It starts to slow your body down. There's other deteriorations of, uh, of, of in your body that we don't attribute to eating. Um, having a healthy smile, having outside of, of, of getting teeth knocked out, of doing different things or whatever, or having major, major issues uh, with your dental, uh, the dental aspect of it. Eating affects your teeth, which is in turn affects your smile. Eating in turn affects your skin tone. 
uh, affects how you get uh, blemishes and blotches and, and things like that in your skin. And we're, we're wondering, oh, I can take a cream or take a medication to, to eliminate this. You have all of the medication in front of you. You just have to be diligent enough to say, you know what, let me make sure I'm intaking in more water. Let me make sure I'm eating more tomatoes to help my eyes or in, getting more lycopene in my system. Um, that's going to help my eyes. It's into, that's something that's in tomatoes and something that's in carrots. Um, understanding what healthy eating is from a child's aspect all the way to a, an adult aspect. Um, when you're younger, you need more nutrients in certain areas. Uh, but then you need less because you're burning, you need less of some other things because you're burning things off your, your, your metabolism is a higher rate uh, than it does when you get to be 40 years old. Uh, now we're finding out, uh, research is showing that people as, as young as 25 metabolisms have shut down and their, their, their metabolism is uh, showing like they're a, almost a 50 year old person. So if that's happening earlier in our life, how do you think when you turn 60, 70 years old, your life is going to be if your metabolism shut down while you're, when you're in your early 20s or mid-20s? That's a huge thing that no one pays attention to. Um, having different ailments, different illnesses, and, and, and different uh, treatable and preventable diseases is not a lifestyle that anybody should ever say, I'm going to make sure I catch these things. We, we, we don't say this, right? But we'll say, oh, let me take a pill after getting this to cure it when everything you need to cure it is in front of you. The one thing we do, we say, oh, I'm going to pray to God and God is going to take this off of me. God, is, I'm, I'm not going to accept this um, I'm not going to accept this uh, uh, this illness. I'm not going to accept this in Jesus' name. That's all good and well. But you have to realize God gave you the ability to prevent this before it even happened. We did everything we could by lacking the knowledge, lacking the motivation, lacking the willpower to keep ourselves health, healthy throughout our lives. A lot of times it was, was not having an education or not having someone to the, the push to, to, to show you or to help you along the way. But you had everything you needed. God gave you everything you needed to have a healthier lifestyle, to, have, to take care of your temple. And that's where now you have to say to yourself, I'm 45, 50, 60, however old you are. It took you 45, 50, 60 years to get there. You are not going to fix it overnight. That's a misconception. Well, if I go to the gym, I went to the gym this week, a whole week, and I didn't lose any weight, so I'm not going back to the gym because it doesn't work. That's not how nutritional health works. It took you 50 years to mess it up. It's going to take you some time to get it back to being normal, get it back to being correct. That's the one thing that's totally in your power, is having that willpower, having that, that drive, having that that, that, that desire to say, you know what, I want to live better from today on, and I know this is going to be something that I have to do for the rest of my life because once you stop, it's like that um, 
one step forward, two steps back. You revert back to what you were before you started. And then it's even harder to get started again. There's a lot of people that were taking it up. One of the questions that someone sent me was, how well does a keto diet work? Any diet works if you stay on it. Um, my sister, for example, was doing keto a few years ago. When it first came out, it became really, really popular. She lost about 30 pounds. Then turned around after she got off of it, 40, almost 50 pounds later, she gained. Because it's designed for you to stay on, to stay on it. So that's a thing of whatever health or whatever uh, choice you make as far as healthy living, there's something that you have to say, am I in this for the long haul? Am I in this for the long haul? Am I, is this something that I can do day in, day out, day in, day out? And you have to be honest with yourself. A pill is not going to cure it. Surgery may help here and there, but if you still eat the same exact way, you're going to go back to the same exact thing. You, I know people who have, who've had the gastric bypass, had to sleeve, they've had their stomach cut, things like that, um, lost a bunch of weight, but still continue to eat afterwards. Or they, may, they got to the weight they needed to be or the weight that they wanted to be or their desired weight. And so okay, I can go back to eating the way I was doesn't work. Now you have other health issues on top of the ones you began with. So that's a big thing that we all have to that we all have to look at. That's a big thing that we all have to understand when we say this is a healthy lifestyle. This is a healthy lifestyle. You want to be able to say, I want to extend my life for as long as a, a period as possible where I am vibrant, healthy, happy, and, and, and able to keep going every single day. The worse you eat, or the more you overeat, the more you fail to take care of your body, the more you fail to acknowledge the symptoms of your body, the more you fail to acknowledge what you're putting in your body and how damaging that is to your body, the more harder of a life you have. Other thing you have to realize is eating healthy doesn't is not cheap, but neither is spending as much money as we spend on medication every single year. So, would you rather spend forty thousand dollars of a single? And I've seen even higher numbers than this uh, on medication because you have diabetes, high blood pressure, cholesterol, uh, different things, different ailments. Or would you say, okay, you know, I'm, it's going to cost me an extra 10000 a year to eat healthy and go to a gym or go walking more or exercise in my home. This is actually cheaper in the long run. When you look over the course of, 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 of just say, diabetic medication, metformin for a 30-day supply, metformin runs about $400. That's if you don't have insurance, right? Not everyone has insurance. So not everyone can afford uh, to get metformin, regular insulin, if you have to take injections, if, you, if, you're, if your diabetes is that bad, we have to take injections, you could be spending almost $1,000 for a month's supply of insulin. Those, that 
$1,000, if you took that $1,000 and put it into healthy eating, that's way more. You wouldn't spend nowhere near $1,000 that month. And and when I say healthy eating, it's not buying. It's not always the thing of buying the healthiest things you can possibly find to a sense. I get that theory. It's backing up from the table, changing your eating habits, change, increasing your 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 uh, movements. A lot of times we're too sedentary. We have jobs, and I get this. We have jobs. We sit there, we snack all day at, at work, but we don't move. We take the elevator when we can take the stairs. We'll go in a store be a block and a half, two blocks away, and we'll drive to the store. If I don't want to walk. Okay, walk to the store. That'll help you. Small changes give you big results when you're looking to be healthier, when you're looking to have that to, to, to continue in a healthier lifestyle. So you have to take those small changes and make them into bigger changes. Um, I want to take a pause right now and ask if there's anyone who has any questions about what we've learned over the past, over the previous four weeks. Um, and if you need questions, comments, concerns, um, there were a few questions that we did get in. Like I said, um, eating healthy, uh, most of them pertain to eating healthy as a lifestyle and how to keep doing that or um, how to make that change effectively. Um, and I think, and I, I the biggest thing is, is once you make that lifestyle change itself, I want to change my lifestyle, I want to eat better, I want to be better, that's acknowledging it. That's a huge step. Second step is making it past that first 30 days. We always start off great with doing this healthy transition. How many times, how many people you know say, oh, I'm going to make a new resolution to eat better or to go to the gym or to work out? or to, to, to do this, to do that. And by February, they have no idea, uh, they have no inkling of doing anything that they said they were, they were supposed to be doing. So you have to get past that first month of doing it. You have to take those bumps and bruises of getting, getting a few things wrong and understanding um, this wasn't right for me at the time. Okay, I did this. Now I know this about my body and I can go back and do this. Um, I did this instead of doing this, and it worked for someone else, but it didn't work for me. Everything that works for one person may not work for another person because everyone, ha everyone has a different body style, and we have to understand that. So I can't say uh, the same diet plan or the same nutrition plan that works for me is going to work for pastor. It doesn't work that way. Yeah, there may be some really, really great um, ideas out of both plans, but you have to sit back and, and understand what plan is going to work best for you. What plan is going to give you everything that you do need? Uh, what plan is going to make sure, uh, what plan is going to uh, 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 ensure you the best outcome? And that's trial and error. And that doesn't happen overnight. We want that quick solution of, of I want it now, I want it now, I want it now. I want to take a pill and boom, it's done. I want to go to the gym today and lose 20 pounds. I mean, how many times have we all heard people say, I need to lose, uh, I want to lose 40 pounds in two months. doesn't work that way. doesn't work that way. If you lose 40 pounds in two months, 
first of all, you're going to have way more health issues because you're dropping weight too fast. The same way you didn't gain it overnight, you can't lose it overnight. Even with these this COVID weight, people put on 25, 30 pounds of COVID weight because we became sedentary. That was a year and a half ago of you putting on 25, 30 pounds. Now you want to lose this 25, 30 pounds in one, two months. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. It it, it doesn't make any sense to a sense, and it, it's not feasible. Uh, I'm not saying it's impossible. It's just not feasible. So to look at it from that perspective, you have to say I'm in this for the long haul. I am in this for the rest of my life because that's what it's going to take you to to get there is the rest of your life. So we can move on to our uh, first slide. That's what happened. So we're going to talk about eating healthy versus working out. Here's a few key pointers on both of them. Both of them work great. They go they go great hand in hand. You can't have one and not do the other and expect to be successful with this in this healthy lifestyle journey. And working out doesn't mean lifting weights and, 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 and bulking up and looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger in his 20s. That's not what working out is. Working out is knowing what your body can take, knowing the resistances that you can afford to push, push your body through. Everyone can't walk five miles. Everyone can't run two miles in, uh, in under 20 minutes. Everyone can't do 60 push-ups in under two minutes. There, that's not a standard for every single person. If it was, then we all we'd all be in way uh, way better shape than we are. Um, but the first one is healthy eating will help you lose weight. Yes, it definitely will. But working out will help you keep the weight off. So they work hand in hand with with that. Healthy eating will jumpstart your vital organs. Working out keeps those organs in great condition. When you when 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 you look at people's health. They, the doctors ever told you you have high cholesterol and you have issues with, with your, your your arteries and things like that or fat around your liver, the only way you're going to get that off is with high doses of medication or high dosage, high dosages of exercise and eating correctly. Um, healthy eating is great for the mind. Working out does wonders for your body. Those two are self-explanatory. Um, you eat healthy, and once your mind becomes uh, used to that healthy eating, your body really, really follows with the working out. It says, okay, you know what? You're doing something for me. Let me give you something back. So that's where healthy eating versus working out is, is that tandem that we never look at. We don't want to work out. Well, I'm out here sweating. Is it? Okay, you need to sweat. Your body needs to sweat. When you sweat, you, burn, you, you sweat out impurities out of your body. You sweat out excess salt that you don't need that's holding on to, that, that makes you hold on to water weight. So those are different. There's so many different things that help you when you're actually working out. Um, when you work out, if you're, if you're a, a cigarette smoker, if you work out, you start, your taste for nicotine starts lessening, actually. And it sounds weird, but that's, it's clinically proven that people who actually work out more Usually, if they start out smoking, they end up smoking less because that craving for nicotine goes away uh, um, because they're, they're, they're sucking in more fresh air from
from working out. They're, they're walking, so their lungs are getting uh, uh, filled with more fresh air, and that's what they're desiring is more fresh air. So that's the difference between healthy eating and, uh, and working out. And what we're going to go with next is, no. sorry, <laughs> you, yeah, you highlighted it. Excuse me while I have some technical difficulties. Okay. No. Right there. So, <laughs> so the next few slides are um, meal plans. And these are just basic meal plans. There's nothing intricate with these meal plans. Um, when you look through it, it gives you ideas of what you can have. Uh, if you have issues with trying to plan meal plans and things like that. So like it'll say it has uh eating six times a day technically. Uh one, two, three. Yeah, has you has you eating six times a day, which is the standard. That's the standard to help build your metabolism. Right? And <coughs> what when once you build your metabolism, your body will feel hotter. You'll be like, well, I sweat a lot or I'm always hot because your metabolism is burning. It's burning, burning whatever fat you have in it, it's burning, it's pushing out whatever impurities. You'll 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 find out that when you go to the bathroom, once your metabolism is is higher, you'll go to the bathroom a lot more. This is a vegetarian one here, um, and really you can you can kind of interchange these, especially with coming off the the the, the 21 day uh, consecration and fast that we're doing, you come back and do a vegetarian uh, week of of just being a just doing everything with vegetables and vegetarianism. What happens with that is you push out a lot of the excess uh, meat that's in that's in your system, a lot of the excess cholesterol, a lot of the excess of, like I said, salt or sodium and stuff. So vegetables are a natural cleanser for your body. So this is the first one. That's why I put it up there as the first one because coming out of a fast or in consecration, you can look at the, okay, let's, let's do a, a, a full week of no meat. You'll feel a little bit different. You have to get your protein. You have to get uh, a few of your fats and stuff from different different, um, different sources. But if you went through this and looked at all of this here, this is not a bad thing. And there's nothing that you can't find in a regular store or a health food, some, uh, some sort of regular health food store. There's nothing in that that's super hard to find. All right? Um, but like I said, this is all vegetarian items. And it gives yourself up until bedtime that actually helps with replenishment. It helps you sleep better, helps you get, get a better sleep versus sleeping because you're, because you're, you're overeating. Um, things like that. Like even at night, when you look at the bedtime, it has turmeric milk, cinnamon milk, turmeric pepper milk. Uh, and pepper is a natural laxative. So the turmeric helps with your, your joints and, 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 um, and inflammation and things like that. So this is, and if you work, especially if you're working out more, the turmeric helps, the cinnamon helps because it lowers your blood sugar. It helps to increase your metabolism. Um, the pepper helps because it actually uh, acts as a laxative and helps push a lot of extra stuff through you. That's why I said coming out of a consecration, this is a really, really great, a consecration in, in, in a fast, this is a great item to kind of jump on because of the fact that this is helping your body a lot more. Then you can do it with two weeks, um, then after that two weeks, go back, slowly add in meat, slowly add in lean meats, uh, lean meats and fish, 
or you just add in fish, or even just add. Okay, we're gonna, I'm going to do uh, lean poultry and and sort of fit or some fish and things like that before you add back in those heavier items. Um, this one here, uh, this is this was a biweekly plan, but it has it has it based upon like when you when you do meal preps for for, for clients and things like that, you tell them. On the top, here's your menu. On the bottom, here's your prep list to get you ahead for the next few days. So that way you're not doing everything every single day. And it's the same as, as, as when you're cooking for a large number of people. If you have 100 people, you can't do everything at the same all at one time. You have to do stuff ahead. So you have a prep list of, okay, you know what? On Monday, it says save extra grilled chicken for tomorrow's lunch. Make extra mashed potato and save for Thursday's dinner. Soak the oats, uh, and that's if you're using steel cut oats and things like that. Soak the oats, uh, or even even if you have beans or whatever, soak your beans the day before for the next day. That makes your next day a lot easier. And you, you're in and out of the kitchen. All of these all these meals here can be done in one day within within about an hour and a half, maybe two hours tops of work. And that's throughout your day. So if you work from home, you can go ahead and make your uh. Uh, a, a, a carrot and cheddar sandwich and put it to the side. Pineapple slices don't take a lot if you're using fresh pineapple. If you're using canned pineapple, okay, not the best choice, but if you're using canned pineapple, it's open in the can. That's simple. But if you had grilled turkey breast for, uh, for dinner, you can have whatever, the le whatever your leftover turkey breast is, is going to be for sandwiches. Or like it has here, a Lunchable. You can make your own adult Lunchable to a sense. So those are the things that you have to look at for your meal prep. And this is a great meal prep, and you can interchange stuff in. You can interchange, you can interchange in um, turkey with chicken. Uh, and when it says turkey breast, if you change it with, interchange it with chicken, interchange it with chicken breast. That's going to give you the, less, the, least, the least amount of fat possible. And I would do skinless on everything. Even if, you, even if you did a pork chop, cut as much fat off that pork chop as possible. You cut as much fat on that pork chop as possible, so that way you don't have to worry about having an excess fat. I don't like chicken skin. I take chicken skin off everything. I can eat wings, and I take the chicken skin off the wings. That's just been me forever. But that, if it's fried chicken, it has, it has a bunch of so has extra fat in it because you fried it. But if it's baked or if it's grilled, take that skin off. You can still get, you can still impart flavor into that wing or into that. Uh, leg or into whatever the case may be. If it, if you got the bonus size, you can still impart flavor into it and not have as much um, have as much fat in it. When you're cooking the chicken thighs, um, one thing I, I would say this with, uh, about pasta, she will pull as much fat off from under the bottom of the chicken thighs as possible because they have a whole lot of extra fat on them, um, and that's just the thighs. That's just what they how they are. Uh, even if you did turkey, you could do the turkey turkey breast, turkey loin. Um, there's there's uh, turkey chops now that's made out of the breast. There's so many different things you, you, that you can do with turkey and with chicken that is not the same old, same old. Um, I will confess, on, and this is a video recording, so I have to, <laughs> this will make me be accountable to, I guess, doing better. Um, but I like the chicken skin. So I'll eat my skin and his skin and anybody else's skin who in the house to scar just get up like no but I recognize that that's not the healthiest so I'm, I'm making myself accountable 
um, especially because Zeke is sharing that again, that it's not healthy to really eat the chicken skin, especially when tried. And we don't really fry food anymore. Um, we'll eat baked food. Uh, we'll put it, excuse me, we'll put it in the air fryer, but we really don't fry too much stuff in grease anymore, which is good, but I still eat the skin. Or if we go out, sisters eat the skin. So I'm going to be more accountable uh, because I am on this journey, and we have been for a little while, and we, we're doing better with doing different meals um, and working out. At least for me, I'm trying to work out more. Um, but that chicken skin is nice. Yeah. I'm laughing because I will pick his plate. Like, what are you, what you doing with the skin? Give me the skin. So that's my point. That's one of my points of accountability. But um, we can go to the next one. So that, like I said, that one was a really great one where it gave you a prep list into it. And depending on who's doing your meal plans and and, and what you, who your nutritionist or your dietitian is, they may give you something as intricate as that. A lot of places don't. A lot of people don't. Uh, they want you to figure it out for yourself. For me, I'd rather give it to you so you understand it and know what you need to do versus uh, me stringing you along forever, just taking your money to a sense. Um, this here is another seven-day one, and if you look at it, this has a lot of boiled eggs uh, for breakfast. For lunch, it has a lot of boiled eggs. For, for dinner, it has a lot of boiled eggs, but it has chicken breast. So you, this is a protein-packed menu plan for uh, seven days. And then if you did this here and you were working out heavily, this would be a great meal plan for you if you actually worked uh, if you actually were working out really heavily, because now your protein, your, your muscles need that protein to uh, build your muscles and to help repair your muscles, help them from being as sore throughout the uh, throughout the training missions or uh, not training missions, but throughout the um, military popped out for a second. <laughs> but throughout the uh, the week that you're that you're actually training. So there's different types of meal plans based upon what you're looking for. And that's kind of that's why I'm giving you different meal plans so you can see it's not all the same low fat low car, low carb low everything. They're, they're each meal plan should be designed around you. And this one here is kind of for a kid or for a younger person. But the other thing is when you look at this meal plan here, this meal plan actually is a really good meal plan. Look at the stuff that's on his meal plan. It's all healthy, but also there's a lot of Indian influences in this meal plan. And, yeah, and the reason I did this one here was because that culture doesn't have a huge obesity rate. Not because they don't. Not because they. they not because they're poorer. No. They know they've been eating the same things for generations. They've been eating the same things for generations. They make a lot of their food. They don't buy a lot of food. They make a lot of their food. They they will sit so there. Many yeah. So it, it it helps out in the long run, and that's why when I looked at this, I was like, this is actually really good for people to understand. It has strawberry banana popsicles on. It. You can make your own strawberry banana popsicles. That's easy to do. That's something that's easy. That's a snack that you can do and say, I want to, I want to, I want an easy snack. I want this. Um, cheesy omelet. Yeah, a lot of cultures eat rice for breakfast. They mix rice and eggs with peppers and onions and stuff, and they do a scramble. It's not far fetched. It's actually really good. So 
uh, even having a dosa for breakfast. You can have a breakfast dosa, add eggs to it. You can have a a a, a, a roti for breakfast, egg roti, egg a, a, a roti with egg, sausage, a lot of whatever lean sausage meats and stuff like that, and still make that work for yourself. Um, and it's on a bread, you just eat the whole thing. And rotis aren't heavily heavily uh, 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 fortified with a bunch of with a bunch of, a bunch of chemicals. You can make your own rotis. You can make your own roti bread. It takes some time, yeah, but it's a thinner bread uh, uh, that has some has a lot of flavor to it. So that's why I put this one in there. So you can see, you can still eat international stuff somewhat and still be healthy. Oh, that was it. Oh, that was the last one. So that was the last slide. But that's giving you some that. But that's giving you um, a, a good variety of meal plans that you can do that you can create for yourself in any one of these meal plans, you can pop in whatever you want to. Like the yellow lentils with mixed vegetables, that could be a dinner. Yellow lentils with mixed vegetables, that could be a dinner. You can add some, uh, uh, you can add some, uh, uh, if you wanted to add a little bit of meat to it, I would take some bacon to it and add a little bacon to it or take some grilled chicken breast, add to it, or you can smoke some fish, add some smoked fish to that. That would be, all those would be great in there. You don't have to say, okay, I need I need a meat and a starch and this and that. You can add smaller things. Uh, take that. I would actually take that and just roast off my vegetables. Uh, get a nice roast on the vegetables. And add the, add that to the yellow lentil uh, stew that you just made. And it's a wonderful soup, a wonderful soup that you can have for lunch, dinner. Um, if you like it, in, if you like it for breakfast, hey, do it for breakfast. You can even take lentils and sweeten them and do it as as a, a, a breakfast porridge. Yeah, you can take yellow lentils. Uh, even green lentils, split peas, sweeten them up, and do it as a porridge. That's not uncommon in a lot of uh, European countries where they're eating porridge for breakfast, which has beans in it. Uh, you could take the same lentils and add quinoa to it, add some flaxseed to it, add some bulgur wheat to it, and it cooks. It takes the same amount of time to cook, but now you just gave yourself extra roughage where, where it will actually um, help in your digestive system. So there's so many different things that you can do that will work on meal planning. Don't be afraid to try something, and you have to make sure you work on your portion sizes when you're doing meal planning. That's the other key is working on your portion sizes. Um, so to get these amount of meals in, because like for me this is a struggle, what time of the day should we be starting to eat breakfast to... Okay. Because like for me, it's it's a lot of eating, but sometimes I don't start till nine or ten o'clock. So then that's that's part of it. When you look at problem. when you look at your day, your I days your days is uh, the days are supposed to be broken up into eight hour days. Eight hours for sleep, eight hours for work, eight hours for for personal or rest time, as they say, right? That's how your days are broken up. So if you look at it from that perspective, right? Most people aren't getting eight hours of sleep. So if you sat there and said, okay, I'm getting five, six hours of sleep at night, so that means you're up longer. Your hunger, your hunger molecules, your, hunger, your, your mindset clicks in to say, okay, I'm hungry throughout the day longer. So you look at it, okay, if I'm up every morning at 6 o'clock and I'm going to bed every night at 10 o'clock, that's when you separate your, you break down that, that time frame and say, okay, this is going to be my schedule. Put yourself on a schedule of eating, 
Um, and you don't want to eat if you go to bed at ten o'clock. You don't want to eat. You don't want to be eating a huge meal past eight o'clock because you have no time to burn that off. The last meal before you go to bed at eight o'clock should be a snack. Should be something light. You should be technically in that time frame eating about eating dinner about six six thirty. Yeah, we don't. We're, we're usually just getting in the house around that time. I get that. Uh, but this is where meal planning and meal prepping for yourself comes in. So now you take that hour on a Saturday, two hours on a Saturday, prep meals for a couple days. Uh, even if you prep meals for the whole week, you turn around and say, okay, I've walked in the house at six at, at 5.30, 6 o'clock. By 6.30, I can still have dinner, 7 o'clock the latest, to where now 8, 8.30, I'm having my final snack and then going to bed at 10 o'clock. I'm back up at 6. By 7, 7 7.30, I'm having some a small breakfast or a light breakfast. Um, uh, 9, 10 o'clock, I'm having a, a, a light snack. Still, by 12 o'clock, you should be ready for lunch. And once you start doing this in smaller in smaller portion sizes, you'll be hungry. And it might seem like you're eating a, a lot, but you'll actually start, you, your body will start saying, okay, 10 o'clock, I got to eat a snack. I got to grab something. Um, it's 8 o'clock at night. I should be in, a, I sh- your body will start telling you, I should have my final snack by 8 o'clock. If I eat it at nine o'clock, your body feels differently. If you eat it at ten o'clock, your body feels differently. So your body starts responding to how you situate it or how you get it set up. That's going to be the hardest part is making that happen every single day, creating that time to make that happen. And we have to look at it in, in, in all honesty. We create time for what we want. We create uh, uh, we create we create space in our life to do the things we want to do. We don't ever think of eating healthy as something that we want to do. We have to change our mindset to, to thinking that way. Um, but if anybody else has any questions, comments, concerns, they can come in now. Um, we'll add it to the chat. I have a question for you. What are some of your nutritional struggles? Or what, what plan are you putting in place for you, right? Because you work on your feet cooking all day. And don't necessarily eat the way you should. So how are you planning on incorporating some of this for you? It, for me, I, if I don't buy it, I won't eat it. That's the big thing. Like if you notice, I haven't brought ice cream in months. Um, Which is, I yeah, because Just because if, if I buy it, I'm going to buy eat it. like three or four um, things ice cream a week. But if I don't buy it, I won't eat it. With being in a kitchen and running around all and stuff all day, I'm burning so many calories and I'm looking at my steps that I do a day. I might do 10,000 steps a day running back and forth um, in the kitchen all day. So for me, the biggest thing is like today, I made some homemade ranch, some homemade kettle chips with ranch seasoning. Oh my God, they were amazing. I couldn't just eat just one. So no, they don't taste good when they're, when they're cold. Um, so, <laughs> but that's my thing is being able to say, listen, Grab a handful, grab a little bit, walk away from it. That's going to be the hardest thing for anybody to say, okay, I'm only going to eat this much and, no, and nothing more. No, I, um, I don't mean like just snacks, but That's what anything. Eating, that's, you know, and even for me, that's what, that's going to be, and I have to get my mindset to say, okay, you know what? Even if I have to set an alarm, you have to eat something at this time frame. You have to eat something at this time frame because my days are never the same. Uh, it's always tough when you're when you're moving. If you're sedentary, it's a little bit easier because you can kind of do that. But when you're moving in your days, never exactly the same. You have to set some reminders for yourself. 
eat something. Eat something. It's like water. I drink probably a half a gallon of water at, while I'm at work a day. That's while I'm at work. And that's just because I, I tell myself mentally, drink water. And I don't even be thirsty to drink water. Right? So I have to get back to the, I have to get into the mindset of telling myself, okay, eat something. E- even if it's just a piece of fruit, go ahead and eat something. Um, go ahead and get a granola bar out the, out, out, the, uh, out the pantry or whatever. Eat this, eat that. And, and I, there's, there's 40 other people that's at this facility that I'm preparing food for every single day. So that I'm telling them what they need to do better. And I have to be able to show them, okay, I'm doing it as, as well as telling you how to do it. I'm doing it also. Uh, but like I said, mentally, I already know, drink water. It's like, a, it's like a, 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 something in my head every hour, drink water. If I go into the refrigerator and my water bottle's there, I'm just grabbing it. Anytime I open the refrigerator, I'm grabbing the water bottle, taking a sip, putting it back in. So that's going to be the same way for me um, to eat better uh, or eat regularly to keep my metabolism, my metabolism of working. Because once your metabolism, once you, once you stop eating, right, what happens is your metabolism thinks that you're starving. And it, well, your meta- it, 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 it assumes that you're starving, right? And it assumes that's going to be the norm. So your metabolism slows down because of the fact that it thinks you're starving. And then you start having uh, uh, issues with gas. You start having issues with bloating. You start having issues with so many other things because your metabolism thinks your body is starving because you haven't eaten in a while. Um, that's the other thing you have to look, look for, look, not look forward to, but look at, look, look out for, um, during that time frame. Um, but is there any questions, any more questions, comments, concerns? Everybody's quiet again. Other than that, I have, unless someone has questions or comments, uh, I have nothing else um, to go over with. I think we've touched on a lot of the basics, and we went in detail in some some areas. Um, I think ending it with the meal plans, giving you an idea of what the meal your meal plans can look like, uh, was a, a really really big uh, ending to the this whole session. I do hope that everyone reaches out to me with questions um, later on. I, I, I'm not um, mean as far as I don't want to not answer your questions and things like that because we're not in a class setting. I want everyone else to be continue, continue to be on their um, their health journey, and I want to be able to assist you in that health journey however possible. Um, so please, you can always email me, uh, ask Pass out to contact me. Um, when I'm not busy, I'll definitely reach, reach back out to each and every one of you well, that have questions. They can, they can reach you at DeaconPathia.org. DeaconPathia.org. You can email him directly there. But if that's it, if nobody has any questions, I, listen, Minister Josh covered us thoroughly. When he opened us up, so my closing prayer is simply, Lord, thank you for this time, these weeks that you've allowed us to learn and glean from this year. That's what we pray that you continue to bless Deacon Jermaine as he continues to be faithful to you and uh, teach and edify your people. Lord, we pray even now for your people as we 
learn to make the adjustments, help us to make the adjustments without any guilt or shame. Even when we mess up or fall off, Lord, help us to recognize it quickly and simply get back into the process. Lord, this is not a diet. This is not uh, just for a moment, but we want to make healthy lifestyle changes so that we can be usable vessels for you. So strengthen us now and our mindset first. Strengthen our will so that when we go to make choices, it won't be so much of a struggle, but the mindset and the will and our decisions will be in alignment for the betterment of our body. We thank you. Continue to keep and bless your people is our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 I'll see something in the chat. Let's see. <laughs> yes, pray on strength because it's not easy, right? Even with working out, um, struggle with that sometimes. My mom goes off, and I'm like, Ugh. because for me, um, this just did it, right? Um, in order to work out and clean my house cook dinner and do my nine to five and do ministry stuff. My schedule starts at four fifty most mornings. And I'm gonna get up at four fifty. So depending on how good or bad I slept, sometimes I make it up, sometimes I don't. But I get up and I pray and then I get out and work out and then clean the house and do certain things before my grandson gets up and starts his day and before I start my day at nine o'clock. So it takes being intentional, it takes sacrifice. But one thing that I that I am intent on is, is something Zeke was saying earlier. I don't want to be on medication. I'm not currently on medication, praise the Lord. But I know that if I don't change my habits, I'm, they're going to put me on medication for some things. And that's a no-no for me. So that kind of trumps um, me binge eating on foods or not moving around or not taking this seriously because like Deke said, I'd rather spend more money to eat healthy and I'd rather get up early to work out than to have to spend tons and tons of money going to doctors and taking pills and having all these medicines um, because then the after effects of even taking those things and the after, you know, effects on your organs and your body is much more costly than me just getting up early and working out and like Deke said, one thing I have to get back to doing is scheduling my meals because I'll get up at 4.50 and work out and clean the house and I'll do all sorts of stuff and I'll start work and 10 o'clock I'm like, I'm not going to eat yet because it's not something on my radar. And then when I do eat at 10, 30, 11 o'clock, I mean a whole bunch of stuff I don't have, I shouldn't be because I'm starving because I've also worked out now. So my body's trying to burn off and now it makes me feel like, you know, I'm starving. So those, I'm just sharing it because... We all have different things that we struggle with that have to sacrifice. So we are all in the struggle. We are all not struggle. I'm not going to say that. We are all in this journey together, and we are going to do it together. We're going to do it. We're going to be prosperous in our lifestyle and the changes, and I believe that as we are intentional and consistent that we will see um, so many blessings from the Lord for uh, being intentional about taking care of our brothers. 